This is a broadcast of SmallCapVoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. SmallCapVoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of SmallCapVoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. You're wired in smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome one, welcome all to another online business briefing where we shine a spotlight on some of the smartest and freshest plays here in the market today. As you just heard, I'm your host, Stuart Smith, and we're welcoming back to the show TerraTech, traded under the ticker symbol TRTC. But there's some big news, so I've got to get into why we're talking to TerraTech today. A merger was just announced. So we're not just speaking to TerraTech, we're actually speaking to one core. And we're going to be speaking with Derek Peterson. He is the CEO of Terratech, and we're going to learn a little bit more about where he's going to be shifting to. But we're also lucky enough to be joined by co-founder and CEO Matt Morgan of OneCore. Now, that's the company Terratech is being merged with. We're going to learn all about this as we dive deeper into this interview. So buckle up. Let's ask the first question for Mr. Derek Peterson. Derek, how are you today? Hey, Stuart. Thanks for having us on again. Absolutely. Derek, let's start with you. How and why did the merger with OneCore come about? Uh, well, you know, it's kind of interesting in, you know, business is serendipitous at times as well. And, you know, Matt and I had been competitors in the Nevada marketplace for a long time. We were both the biggest permittees on the first round there. And so I kind of got to watch him firsthand in terms of, you know, his ability to scale and build a business. And he's an extremely talented op- operator at the end of the day. And so, he approached me uh, at the beginning of the year because he wanted some help raising some capital for this project and wanted some introductions to, to kind of our base of uh, supporters over the last handful of years. And so we started working together as far as that was concerned. And then our independent board members had an interest to chat with them about the potential integration later on in the year. And that's really kind of how everything came together. The, uh, the cannabis industry has been experiencing a tremendous amount of headwinds, as I think most people understand, over the last a uh, couple months or so, and so I think the opportunity lined up perfectly for uh, for creating a pivot, but still kind of remaining in uh, in essence in the core corridor of you know working with a cannabis plant, working with cannabinoids, and that type of thing. So again, really kind of serendipitous in nature, but uh, we've got a long history together as competitors, and really had a chance to see him perform and, and operate and scale and build a company. And I think he's really on the right path to do this with one core. All right, thanks for that, Derek. Matt, let's now meet you. Welcome to the show, Matt Morgan. Thanks for taking the time to call in, Matt. Hey, Stuart. Thanks for having me today. I really appreciate it. 
Well, as I mentioned earlier, you are the co-founder and the CEO of OneCore. Let's talk a little bit about this business plan and what it looks like going forward, Matt. Absolutely. So OneCore Pharmaceuticals positioned itself as an over-the-counter pharmaceutical company. We've looked at supply chain. We've partnered with the best in class on each component of the supply chain. We've put together a world-class science team. We've embarked on many studies. We're creating proprietary formulations. We're very close to inking a deal with a global pharmaceutical partner. Uh, we're working on some deals with some very high-profile clients that would be household names, as well as some international deals. So we're looking at a global distribution model here. We couldn't be more excited about the future. Well, it's an exciting time to be talking with both of you. I appreciate both of you being able to call in here today. So, Matt, let's continue with you. You talk about being an OTC pharma company. What exactly does that mean? Most people actually don't know what an OTC, over-the-counter pharmaceutical company, is, but OTC drugs would be that of Advil, NyQuil, ibuprofen, aspirin, so on and so forth. So it's really the drugs that you would go in that are that are over the counter or just in the pharmaceutical section of a of any type type of department store. Well, very good. So I want to ask both of you this question, Derek. We'll start with you. How do you go from being a cannabis company to an OTC pharma company, and then we'll get your take on this as well, Matt. You know, I, I hate to trivialize things like this, Stuart, but business is business ultimately, and operators are operators. And you know, I certainly have learned what my core strengths are over the past several years. Matt's developed as a business person over the last several years. And the reality is it's really about the team you build around you at the end of the day. And I think what you see in Matt's science team and the people that have a tremendous experience bringing drugs to market behind the counter, uh, I think he scaled and built a tremendous organization that has the ability to not only research different cannabinoids and terpenes and profiles and develop APIs, but he's really got a team in place that's done this for the last several decades in terms of navigating the FDA, navigating the marketplace, and kind of essentially pairing drugs with people's issues and health problems. And that's really what we're trying to do here with this company is really come up with custom blends based on plant botanicals, primarily cannabinoids today, and build products that are really solving problems for people, not just spitballing what may work for sleep or what may work for pain, really having quantifiable data to back up the products that are on the shelves. All right. Thanks for that, Derek. Matt, let me ask you the same question. How do you go from being a cannabis company to an OTC pharma company? Well, Stuart, I'll start in 2008 uh, when I got heavily involved in the cannabis space, the THC side of the business. I had no idea about cannabis then, and I, I, I didn't know a lot about pharmaceuticals when I got involved in this. But what I do know how to do, Stuart, is, is build world, world-class teams, manage those teams, and have everyone work in harmony to achieve an overarching goal and get us all over the line. So I'm very confident with the team that we've built that we will execute on this mission and we will be a world-class leader in the OTC pharma market. Well, Matt, what will make this company different from existing OTC pharma companies? What I'm asking is, what's your secret sauce? What we're doing here, Stuart, is we're, we're taking a lot of different plants and compounds out of plants. We're focusing currently on the hemp plant because it hasn't been around or been able to be studied for quite some time. So we're now in a new innovative time when we're actually allowed to utilize the different compounds in the hemp plant as well as other plants to create new proprietary formulations that are going to be extremely disruptive to the pharmaceutical market behind the counter as well as over the counter. Well, now I thought drug companies took a long time to bring products to market. Will that be true for one core, Derek? You know, that, that was the one thing I think really interested the management team and the board of directors over at the Terratech side was the fact that this isn't, you know, six years, five years of full FDA process to get a drug 
behind the counter. Their focus is the OTC market, the over-the-counter market, the front of the pharmacy, if you will, the same place you know all the drugs you use on a repetitive basis for colds or headaches are. And so that path to get there is a lot shorter, and we're focusing on clinical trials. We're focusing on IND studies. That path to fruition is a lot shorter. Uh, the, the cost associated with that, you know, those types of studies are a few million, not a few hundred million. And so the path to monetize is a lot quicker with this business model than it is, say, a pure behind-the-counter pharma model. And so that's really why I think Matt and, and, and the team over there are really focused on developing and building products that are easily accessible for patients over the counter. Well, Matt, I would like to ask you personally, how do you measure success? In this instance, Stuart, with OneCore Pharmaceutical, the way I'm measuring success is my science team, their studies, the results, creating proprietary formulations off those results, disrupting the pharmaceutical market, and offering people an alternative to traditional synthetic pharmaceuticals with something else that has more of a natural element to it where they can improve their quality of life. Well, Matt, one final question for you then. Tell me, when do you expect to start seeing revenues? Great question, Stuart. So we're currently seeing revenues now. We're simultaneously working on proprietary formulations to disrupt the -the over-the-counter pharmaceutical market. And in such time as we secure and finalize those proprietary formulations, we're going to have a real opportunity in 2020 and years beyond to really monetize and capitalize on these proprietary formulations and give a real nice lift to the current shareholder base as well as new shareholders coming into the project. Well, I've been fortunate enough to work with TerraTech for the last seven years, and I know this has had to weigh heavy with you, Derek. What's the impact of the merger on your current shareholders? Well, the, the, the funny thing is, is all the management is current shareholders, and I think you know this from the past is, you know, we've converted all our preferred shares. We're common shareholders just like everybody else at the end of the day. And so for us, it was extremely important to develop something that had, you know, accretive shareholder value associated with it. And with the headwinds that the cannabis ex- industry's experienced today with a lot of the broken models, the lack of funding, the price compression that we've seen in the marketplace, there's going to be a lot of challenges to work out over the next couple of years, specifically around regulation and access to capital to really mainstreaming the industry. Uh, this corridor is a lot more open at the end of the day for us to build and scale a business that's not only crossing state lines, but has the ability ultimately to go global in nature. And so for us, we really wanted to create something that had the ability to expand globally. And this corridor has the ability to end up on shelves. I don't care whether it's Latin America, Europe, Asia, the United States. We really have the opportunity to scale this company significantly. And that's where the real long-term value is from our perch for shareholders at the end of the day. We have the ability to work with big box, create products, you know, create things that people can ultimately rely on from a safety and efficacy standpoint. And that's where I think the long-term true value is going to be unlocked for everybody at the end of the day. And in addition to that, we really ultimately want to end up on an exchange. And with the THC business, until there's some sweeping federal regulatory change, we're not going to have the ability to do that. This company, this trajectory under the Farm Bill is going to have the ability to create an opportunity for us to uplift and, and really professionalize and mainstream the company, have better access to capital through institutions, If you look at what Mike and I did in the press release this morning to get this deal done, we waived all of our change of control bonuses. We contributed back to the company a tremendous amount of our options, 100% of our options, if you will, just to get this thing to happen to to create a better cap table for our shareholders on a go-forward basis. We wouldn't do that, Stuart, if we didn't believe passionately this had a tremendous amount of upside at the end of the day. So, Matt, any closing thoughts or comments for the listeners? Absolutely. I would just like to take a moment to thank everyone for taking time out of the schedules to hear us out on the interview today. 
and I couldn't be more excited about this opportunity to, to come in with the Terratech vehicle and run one core pharmaceutical up to be a, have a global presence within the pharmaceutical market. Well, Derek, let me ask you the same question. Any closing thoughts or comments for the listeners and, of course, your shareholders? We're extremely excited about the future. This industry, this side of the equation is ramping very fast. I think you're going to see a tremendous amount of press coming out over the next few months as we add new board members, add new science teams. Matt's taking over as the CEO. I think he's got a real opportunity to scale this thing. I'm staying on as vice chairman, as, as the press release stated. So I think everybody's going to fall into the roles where their core competency is the best. And I think ultimately we're going to have a real shot at creating a scalable, large-scale pharma model company focused on the OTC market. And again, the industry really needs this kind of a business model right now because it's anecdotal at best. And people are really looking for guidance. People are really looking for data. People are really looking for science. And that's what we really want them to find with one core. Well, on behalf of Derek Peterson and Matt Morgan, this is Stuart Smith saying thank you so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com.